and we're back with another episode of the Pan of Stone. I am your host, Alan, a.k.a. Sacred Haiku. And we have another great guest, the one with the eye who likes to bring things to life onto the uh, the picture format and the video. The man I've known for a while who has taken amazing photos of all these various events from poetry to weddings. Marshall Holloway, what's going on, brother? No much, man. It's just cool. It's not a patio, man. Just on this Sunday. Trying oh. to get my, man, you know, I'm a little tired, man. I've been shooting all weekend, so, you know, I'm excited to be on the program, man, and to actually chop it up with you, man, and, you know. Definitely, definitely, man. It's, you, Your business has grown, man. Your business has been booming. Yes, man. It, it really has, man. I've been doing a lot of investment, man, and studying and just shooting and collaborating with a lot of great people, great minds, people with, with big business, man, and, I just been feeding off the positive energy of everybody that I shoot with, man. And yeah. It's just making me better, working with great people, man. Yeah, you, man. Um, when you told me yesterday that um, you, you you're booked up, no, whatever day it was, you told me you were booked up with thing. I I was actually happy. I was like, good. I'm glad you're getting you know people filling up your Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is, you know, with stuff because you deserve your your eye is amazing. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate, especially for the first time I met you at um at my boy Justin's wedding and Tiffany's wedding, man. You've been a you've been the one I've been wanting to you know take any pictures or be part of the whole poetry part process. So I appreciate it. Ah uh, man, no problem. Man. I appreciate you, man. It's great meeting you too as well, man. It's like you know I was just doing an event there, and seems like every event that I do, like a wedding or whatever, man, like it's just an abundance of. You know, it's like an assembly of great people who buys ideas, and you never know who you're in the presence of, man, when you do it. So it always turns out to be, you know, bigger than what I think at the moment. Yeah. I, mean, I love how you became, you're pretty much a fan of the art. That's what I love the most. <laughs> I remember when you, when you did the event, you're like, yo, what is this? This is something different. <laughs> different is amazing, man, because, like, Different is a new experience, man, and it just like it just it just shows you, man, how much, man, that that the culture and the world has to offer right. versus actually see on a day to day basis. You mm. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just seeing the smile on your face <laughs> afterwards. <you're> like <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like uh, you mean as far as like. Uh, poetry or well, I mean for, I guess for me like just observing you when it comes like I just I love you being a part of you know the events you know and also too just you being enjoying the art but I can just tell like you know you're doing what you love you know photography but also you're part of this this bigger thing that's growing slowly and I really appreciate what you said before we you know started recording how you like felt like it's not um I guess marketed better than it is poetry itself Oh, yeah, man, like, man, when, you know, like, when you hired me to come on a set, man, and, and, you, and you and your team, and, you know, like, your peers are uh, actually dropping poetry, man, and I'm, it's it's almost like not, it's, it's, it's almost like I'm not working. Mm. I'm sitting here like, wow, man, because, like, the similarities in photography and poetry, man, just capturing, like, just, just capturing moments, right? But 
I'm capturing a moment and you're giving a moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like the thoughts in my mind is I have to capture this and and um uh, make sure it manifests poetically. Right. And I'm trying to do that whilst while I have an artist that's poetically creating a vision and a story. Right. With just raw talent. You, you know, you're trying to you do them uh, do them a good service by you know giving them something yeah. to remember. Yes, and, and, and the thing, it's like the thing that that amplifies those moments the most is talent mm. and love. Because if you love to be a poet and you love to be a photographer or a videographer, then when those loves come together, man, it's just like. It's something, man, that, that, that that's way beyond normal, you know. Yeah. What, 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 oh, yeah. What made you fall in love with photography in general? Like, what, well, what, what was that moment? You just like, man, I just like taking pictures. I like doing this. I like, <laughs> you know, capturing moments. Well, I started out doing it, and I grew up wanting to be a photographer, mm. but I never, uh, you know, I never kind of approached it in my younger years. But I, I just felt this out of me wanted to be one. But really, uh, when I was younger, man, I, I was actually an artist. I liked to oh. draw and do pastel. Mm. And like that was like healing and like medicating for me. It was it was it was, it was satisfying, man, to like my soul, man, like coming up. And um, once I got like 18, went to college and started life, you know, um, I kind of got away from doing that, man, and it was like there's something missing mm. inside of, and so like it was like a little void almost, and so like when I picked up a camera, it filled it up. I'm like, oh, whoa, like man, this is cool, man. Yeah, I can. It, it was almost like painting, drawing, coloring, and sketching with a camera, right? And I'm like, man, I can create with a camera, right? I discovered that. I was like, well, as long as you can create, you can create anything. Mm. You know, there's no bounds to what you can create. Right. Your creation is just like, it's always going to be as big as your imagination. Right. You know, so like when I took it, when I first started doing photography, I was like, okay, I didn't have all the skills in the world or all the knowledge, but um, I knew like when I, when I took a picture, I could, you know, I, I discovered that I had a lot of control on how uh, how that picture came out. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take a picture. It's easy to take a picture. As long as you got a camera phone, to take a picture, pow. That's easy. Right. But to make that picture express something, that's where you need love and talent. Mm. So you want that picture to say, hey, they're hugging you know, I can really see like how they feel about each other by the way he shot that picture. Yeah. You know, they're laughing, you know, or, you know, sometimes I do events, man, and there are people there that don't like to take pictures. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to talk to them a little while <laughs> and thaw them out, break the ice. Right. And man, then I'm going to try to sneak it in. Hey, man, can you do, do me a favor, man? I know you don't like taking pictures, uh, you know, because already told me. He's not going to take a picture. So now my number one goal is to get him to take a picture because if they're in a picture, that picture gains value down the years because people are going to say, how did how did he take a picture? Yeah. Oh, he got in the picture. He don't even take pictures. So that picture means a lot to people. 
Bro, I remember. I remember you were taking. I remember you taking a picture of the event, and you were engaging yourself with the audience, and like you're kind of bringing that natural um, energy out of them, and then you captured. I love how you, I observe you doing that. I was like, I love what he's doing. He's engaging with the. He's pretty much engaging with the picture before he takes the picture. <laughs> I love yeah. it. <laughs> ah, that's funny you said that, man, because that's exactly what happens, man. Because like when I step on the scene, I take every. Every session, every event, seriously. I say to myself, when I look at the crowd, I say to myself, okay, how can I, how can I make expressions and and, and messages mm. out of work? It's easy to take the work, but I don't want to be like average, right? Like when when my clients look at this these pictures, look at this art later on, I want them to be like, wow, man. Like, look at the smile on her face or this, that, and third. And, and, it's, and it's like, you know, in order to do that, you have to engage. And when I first started, I was a little shy mm. in those audiences and settings. And it reflected when I go back and edit the work. I'm like, man, it's not enough feeling. And this work is not, it's not, there's not enough energy coming out of this work. Yeah. How could I do that? And there was, there's only one way. You have to engage. And it was the same with the kids. You have to take and develop a little quick relationship with a little young kid. Yeah. And then after a while, they say, I say, look, I, sometimes I even give them my camera. And like, sometimes I have to let them take a picture. And they see the picture and they be like, oh. And then I'll then I, I be like, well, let me take one of you. And I take one and then that throw the little piece sign up. <laughs> Or they get engaged, and then like those pictures there, are the pictures that's hard to capture. The, the most important picture to me is the one that's hard to capture. Hmm. That's the most important picture because the ones that's easy to capture. That means anybody can do it. Right. 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 I aim in that picture. If it's hard, if I have to lay on the ground, get in some water. I have to hang from a tree to get the shot. <laughs> yeah, man. I, he'd be laying on the ground all the time, taking that angle shot. <laughs> I lay on the ground, I do whatever because it's hard. Right. It's the hardest picture possible to catch. Right, right, so, right. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you you dedicate yourself to it, man. I really love it. The passion that you do. Oh. Yeah, and it actually goes back to what we spoke about earlier, love. Yeah. Love it. It takes love to lay on the ground or step in some water. Or to go out, man, and it's 25 degrees, or it's 100, 105 degrees that day. You know, it, you know, it, it has, you have to love it. You know, without love, then you're not going to um, optimize your talent. Right. Because you, you want to do, because when you love it, you, you do more than just the bare minimum. You go into the extra step, the extra detail, the extra take, the care of. One, learning more about it to try and, you know, to ex- explore. Like when you fall in love with somebody, you just don't say, hey, yeah. I, I love you and leave it like that. You explore them, you know, in, in all shapes and forms. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny you say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, congratulations um, verbally to you. And I say congratulations on your uh, engagement. Ah, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, but I mean, you, you you get to know that person. You get to know your art, your craft, whatever it is. You get to know, you get to find, and it may go to a day where you just, you're like, man, I really don't want to, 
I really don't want to talk to that person today. You know, I love them, but I just don't want to deal with them right now. Or it's like, I just don't do the, I don't want to do my craft right now. You, but still, you you don't lose attachment to it, but you feel bad that you you're not engaging in that you know that moment with that thing you love. Like when you said you yeah. didn't, you didn't do it for a while, you felt a void. So that love was still lingering inside of you. You just need you needed to come back into your life. You come back to it. That's absolutely right, man. And you know. It's like you said, man, uh, like when you're in a relationship, you know, the the most flourishing relationships are the ones where you attempt to love your partner more than you love yourself. Mm. So th- with that concept, like it's like when I, when I go out and do a photo session or I do an event or a wedding, I have to love my craft. You know, whether you actually do it or not is a different conversation or but you have to make an attempt to say, hey, I love this wedding more than I love myself. Right. So I want to give to this wedding through photographs more than what I would give to myself. Mm. Mm. So would I lay on the ground? Would I, would I hang from a, for, from a tree for myself? Yeah. So if I love anything else more than myself, the bare minimum would be to lay on the ground, hang off a tree, stand in some water, freeze. Right. Be, you know what I'm saying? With that energy, it always, it all, the end result is always, uh, you know, well above, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, exceptional. Yeah. That's, that's, yep. That's, a, that's, so that's, that's how I feel like when I see you do poetry, you know, I, with the feeling that I get when I see you and Travis and your peers get up and, and express poetry, it's like they really, really, it's like you put us above y'all selves. Like, you know, I want to give y'all an experience right. that's above this, you know what I'm saying, the experience that I give myself. And that's what I receive when I see you doing your craft. It's, it's so, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's beautiful being up there. I mean, it's even, it's, it's kind of honestly, it's kind of selfish that you know we're up there. It's like you have to pay attention to us, pay attention to me, what I'm saying, you know. But mm-hmm. you know that's like we were talking about earlier about you know, um, uh, grabbing the attention of the audience, and and plus you kind of want to convey an emotion or a situation in the way you see it, and hopefully someone in the audience kind of like you know reciprocates it. Like, hey, I I dealt with that, or I can understand where they're coming from. I feel that way sometimes, or. You know, oh, I'm yes. not, I'm not the only one in that predicament. This person too is going through it. You know, and we may never yeah. know because they may not say anything, but they went home with something they took away from it. Yes. And then you come, yeah. you come along, you snap that shot of that moment of that person probably processing <laughs> in their mind that oh, I feel the same way, and now they <laughs> may, maybe they're tagged in it or they see the photo from the event because they were you know they went and said like, oh man that's that moment where I. They, now they may feel a connection to like Marshall just went ahead and and, and captured me during poetry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's like you know. Sometimes, man, I think we we do not have the ability to convey a message for ourselves. Mm. And sometimes I feel like we are each other's missing piece. Ooh. So if you can't come convey a message for yourself, here comes along a poet that conveys exactly what you are feeling perfectly. Right. That's an, that's an amazing moment. Yeah. 
that's that's what makes you appreciate, you know, um, what another person has to offer, especially poetically. Because now you're sitting in the audience, and it's almost like ministry kind of sort of like you know, it's like you know, uh, it reaches different people differently, right? You know what I'm saying? And massages them, or you know, it helps them to release tension in a certain area when a poet just, you know, delivers it in the way that they do because, you know, that's what makes sports special. Yeah. They specialize specialists in that. And it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah, oh, man. Uh, you, got, you got me thinking now. Of, uh, <laughs> you Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's a... I have a heart, so... It's it's funny, even when I'm talking to my wife or whatever, I have a hard time. She'll, she'll ask me, well, why do, you, why do you feel this way? Why do you, da, 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 da. I have a hard time articulating what I feel or what I want verbally in a lot of cases or explaining something verbally. But sometimes she'll be like, why did you just text me this? Or why did you message me this long thing? I was like, look, it's because it's easier for me to type it out or it's easier for me to put in a poetic format to explain than it is for me to verbally uh, tell you. I don't know why it's weird because <laughs> I'll, I'll random just text or like, you know, something like me, a small little pe- passage and it'd be explaining how I'm feeling either aggravated or whatever. But to me, it's kind of like me putting on paper is making my emotion real than me actually saying it verbally. Yes. It's, it's, I, f- I feel like it's, it's not healthy. I, I would say, but at the same time it's healthy for me because it's the only way she can understand what I'm feeling. That's, that's your method. Yeah. And like, you know, that's the method that works for you as a poet. I feel like, you know, that's your, your talent is poetry. Yeah. Expressing in ink words. Like, you know, that's something that you grasp. That like that's what makes you different than everybody, man. That's that's the translation of the gift that God gave you, man, to relay messages and express feelings or to take people on journeys uh, that, to places that they've never been before mentally. You know, so like, you know, a lot of times gifts are cursed. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts on that. I, I wonder you know? I, I wonder if it's because uh, when I was a kid, like my dad always told me to shut up, told me to be quiet. Like, um, uh-huh. you know, it, it, very abusive side. But anyway, but I wonder if that were translate from because I had to be so silent for so long as a kid, now translate to where ver- written wise, I can express it more. I, I don't know. That's some that's some psychology, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, oh, well, you know, like with dad saying shut up, you know, what I'm saying you get the message. Right. So, like, <laughs> right. so like, I, poetically, then, like, you know, when you translate with the pen, you know, what I'm saying, then whoever receives what you wrote with the pen gets the message. Right. <laughs> the, the <laughs> message in a bottle, throwing up. <laughs> So that's that's the whole purpose is for someone to get a message, you know. But like you know, when I see a poet give a message, they just make it beautiful. Mm. There's some there's some dope ones out there, man. Some dope ones. Yes, including yourself, yeah, man. Appreciate appreciate the love. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate the love, man. <laughs> no doubt. Man, um, so whenever you how do you, how do you really prepare for like, you, you? Let's say let's do uh, a wedding, for example. How how do you really? prepare as a photographer prepare for that i mean you know us we go ahead and we review we try to memorize or try to get our vocals like but how do you get get ready for your event right there are a lot of elements for for weddings but 
Um, when it comes down to a wedding, I, I like to have conversations with my clients, but most of the time, man, um, I only talk to the bride. Mm. Brides are the ones that, that really like conversations with the photographer. So I really, most of the time, I never meet the groom until the, actually the day of the wedding mm. or rehearsal. But uh, for the most part, mentally, I just, uh, I, I appreciate what I see. Mm. Most of the time, what you see in a wedding is similar from wedding to wedding. Most weddings are always, most for the most part, the same. You know, you, you have the, the, the parts of the wedding where the bride is with the her bridesmaids. Most of the time, her bridesmaids are her friends. You know, they're all excited for her. She's a little nervous. She's excited. They're helping <laughs> her get dressed. You got to dress the shoes and those shops in there. They're drinking wine. That's a loving moment. That's a moment free of any kind of discord or anything. It's just all excitement, happiness, preparation, tense. They're preparing. Those, that's just a treasure trove of moments in itself. It's like, you know, weddings are just, it's just a, a it's just a treasure trove of all thousands of moments. Mm-hmm. We got mom, grandma, cousins, uh, friends, coworkers, all of that. Everybody's there. All you have all kinds of relationships there. Yeah, and I have a camera, and I work myself to death at weddings. When I get home from weddings, man, I have cramps, everything, crouching, catching this shot, that shot. It's just like it's more than you can. It's like taking a cup going out in the ocean trying to get all come back to the shore with as much water as you can with one cup. (laughs) 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 So so my thing is like, okay, everything that a photographer could possibly want is in one wedding. Mm. So, you know, like, uh, I prepare by saying to myself, okay, exercise, have fun. All of this is here for you. What do you want? You can't ask for anything more. Mm. You know, so uh, how do I prepare? I just say, hey, uh, let's have a ball. If you love cake, if you go to a bakery, there's all the cake that you possibly can want. Mm. You know, great time the whole time you're in the bakery. Mm. Even the cake you can't get, you're still looking at the cake that you, you're looking at new cakes. Hey, man, I've never tried this kind (laughs) of cake. I'm going to look at it next time. I mean, just like, it's just, it's like that kind of sort of. So I just, um, I clear my mind before I get ready to do a wedding. I make sure there's nothing else on my mind. Mm. Anything. I can only, my main focus is the bride and the groom. Mm. That's my day. There's nothing else to think about. Bride and groom in the wedding. No distractions because Things happen at weddings where there's only one chance that you get to get the shot. When they when the bride kisses the groom, that that moment only lasts for between one to four seconds. Mm. After they kiss each other, that moment is gone for the rest of their life. Man, That's yeah. how important it is. When the bride walks down the aisle, between the time she starts walking down the aisle till she gets to the altar, that's the only time she's gonna do that. Mm. You cannot miss, you can't mess that up. That is important. There's no rewind. You can't say, hey, can you walk back down the aisle again? That is, it's a lot of pressure. And, it, and, it, and, and, you know, 
and that's important. So you have to take it serious. So like, you know, um, that's, that's the only thing that consumes me. So when I prepare, I always make sure I pray before I do a wedding. Mm-hmm. I ask God to amplify my talent, make sure my equipment function properly. Mm. I tell him to make sure that he eliminate any distractions out of my mind and away from the venue and for the wedding. And um, I always try to make sure my tools are clean, good, operating good. And I make sure I develop relationships as much as I can. I talk to the bridesmaids, I talk to the grooms, talk to the bride, the groomsmen. I try to find out, okay, hey, look, um, bride, who's your mom? Who's your grandma? Who's your brothers and sisters? You know, who's your nephew? Who's your children? That way, when I'm in the wedding, I can know automatically what's important to them when they look at these shots when I give them back to them. Because just to go around and shoot pictures, if I forget grandma, if I forget sis, if I forget up that came all the way from California, he ain't in any shot. Right. The album book at the end of the day when everything's finished loses value. Right. Yeah. You just you just spoke um, some poetry. <laughs> you just spoke some poetry right there. <laughs> Real talk. Because as you were as you were talking, I started imagining um, my wedding and everything. Even though it was at the courthouse, things like that, but still the emotions there. Um, mm-hmm. I really don't remember what the judge said. I don't remember. I mean, he was pretty basic, I'm sure. It was no crazy stuff. We didn't do no vows because, like I said, it's a courthouse. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, I remember kissing. I remember us taking pictures. But it's like I feel like I remember more of us sitting down afterwards with everybody and friends at the restaurant having our little reception dinner lunch thing together. I remember that more than the actual time when I was there with her. Uh, it's it's so it's when you said it's like two minutes. It really is that two minutes gone. It's, yeah. it's like you snap out. It's like this is life now. Like it's it was like it was just a moment of evolution, and then now you're sitting there or wherever you are with your friends and family. It's like now as a one. Yeah, and that's my job. Yeah, because I know that you don't know what's going on, and so and when I'm in there, it's my job to make sure. That when it's all over, that you have it captured mm-hmm. in the best way possible. So you have different kinds of photographers. You have some photographers that capture key moments. I want all. I want to try to capture it in a way that when you look at it, you say, "I don't remember doing that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how I look, man? Oh man, I was smiling that hard. Oh wow, I didn't know that that tear had bubbled up in my eye. <laughs> One breeze away from the bottom falling out when I seen you. Yeah, right, right. Like, I I, cr- I cry more actually looking back at the photos um, that were taken from all, everybody who's there than I do actually trying you know than actually that moment. Even though it's, I love the moment, it's beautiful, but I was just in shock at you know, it's like it was such a serious moment in a sense because you need you try and get it done you know things like that. You don't really have time to really feel anything. Of course, like I said, where we were, but looking mm-hmm. back, but looking back at those photos. It, it triggers me like, oh shoot, I, we were there. It happened, and it, yes. it, it brings that you know that joyful tear to my eye. Yes, and it arouses emotion. That's why, as a photographer or videographer, and you being a poet, that's why we're so similar. Because our thing is to arouse emotions mm. and to trigger memories. Mm. To go, you know that you can't go. You know, uh, uh, until something's triggered, 
Right. So, so we pull that trigger in people's minds that sets off those emotions and memories, man, that make you feel a certain kind of way. You know? So. Who, who, who's going to be the photographer at yours? <laughs> the, 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 who's going to be the photographer at, you, uh, photographer at yours? Because the, the, the photographer is getting, photog- you know, getting his picture taken now. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, man? That is so hard for me, man. Because, like, you know, uh, um, my wedding planner said, Hey, Marshall, have you, have you and your fiance chosen a photographer yet? And I said, I'm still looking. <laughs> you be like, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I want to do it myself. <laughs> I, I was like, it hurts me so much because I'm like, okay, who can I get? Well, I guess we can pick one when I finally come to the conclusion that I'm probably not going to find anybody that that thinks the way that I think because I'm different. Right. Every own style and own own motivators. Right. Well, on visions, you know what I'm saying? So I just, like, I'm coming to the conclusion that, you know, I almost, it's, too, it's so much stress on me now that I just want it out of my hands. I just want my fiance to choose. Bro, <laughs> 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 whatever. And then that'll eliminate the pressure. I can, and I, then, can, I can get it. Because I know on that day I'm not even going to be paying attention to all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Because you want you you want the same emotion that you're trying to convey through your your art and craft. You kind of hope you're hoping to pick someone who will do the same exact thing their way, but at the same time get the c- capture those moments for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, that would be nice, but if it doesn't happen that way, I'm fine with it. Yeah, because the other day I'm I'm still be a photographer, and uh, and the next wedding that I do, I could pick off pick up off where uh, pick up where I left off. Yeah. You know, and so like you know, I don't expect anybody to see it the way that I see it. Yeah, you know, I just I'd rather just appreciate them for giving it their best shot. Yeah, and just have somebody that is just at least at minimum love what they're doing. That's the only thing that I ask. I just want you to love to do it. Yeah, and that's good. For me. You know, I don't want you to. I don't want a person that just like okay, I'm making a few dollars and then I'm gonna shoot your wedding for it. Nah. As long as I know you love what you do, yeah, it doesn't matter what happens after that for me. Yeah, sometimes you can tell when the person just does it for you know the dollar of the check, and then there's those you can see that you know do it for the love of it. Yes, you kind of. I'm, I'm a little biased because I know you, so I can I see every single picture. Like yeah, he loves it. You can tell by like, each photo. But even some you I see on YouTube or, or not YouTube, um, like on on the internet. How about this first person really loves what they do? They're, they took time. You know, I don't know how much they charge if they did charge, but you know, I can tell they took their time and really got the the convey the scene that they took, they snapped, you know, in that photo. Yes. And then there's those that just does like school pictures and takes the picture and look at he's a gun. <laughs> no offense, well, no know. offense to those. No offense to those. You know, you got you got you can do what you got to do. I'm just. <laughs> That's right. But you know, it's 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 a it's a it's a craft that needs to be cultivated. Yeah. So for me, I always feel like that I'm not where I want to be. Mm. I never I never shot anything where I feel like it turned out the way that I wanted it to. Mm. Ever. I always feel like I come up short. Like from between one to a hundred, I feel like I never passed more than sixty or seventy because I always 
Because once I feel like that, I've perfected something. I feel like the the value, the love was starting to deplete. Yeah. So I, I think it, I think of it like a farm almost, the way you have to cultivate it, mm. water it. You know, you got to weed it, chop it, talk to it, show it some love. You know, then um, the rest of the elements come from God, like the, the the rain and the and the the sunshine and all the other things that you know, anything that your farming needs. You know, so like it's not all me. That's why I have to pray. I need God in it too, so I, I can believe in Him, and you know, and feel like that this gift comes from Him that He's gonna give me what I need. Mm. You know, the relationship between me and God when it comes to the craft, but you still have to cultivate it. You have to study, learn, go back in the old work, look at it. What can I do better next time? I'm gonna do this and make it better the next time. Right. You know, the cultivating is an ongoing learning process like you know so like so when i look at other people art sometimes i say you know i can tell the love by the improvement and i can see them cultivating or investing in their craft and getting better and better so like you know as long as i do this it's, it's, i'm gonna try to improve and get better and better and better yeah. but I, I don't really feel like there's ever gonna come a point where i feel like i perfect the craft that's a common theme with anyone who's creating it. Like there's this, it's always that over analyzation of yourself of what you do would be the poem. Cause I'd be over, sometimes overwrite and I'd be like, Oh man, I, I think I ruined the piece. <laughs> so, or, or you go on, go on stage and it's like, I didn't do a good job. People loved it. But I didn't think I did a good job or you know, you, you overanalyze. I think that's a common thing with anyone who's creating something. Well, let me ask you a question. Hmm. Okay, my question to you is, do you think you can love your wife perfectly? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Man, <laughs> so, honestly, I, I, I went, to, just to, earlier this week, I went through like a, a small mental break, uh, breakdown, um, meltdown, I should say. So one of the things I told my wife, I was like, I don't feel like I'm, adequate i'm doing my best to love you and be the best husband i can to you but i feel like i'm not i'm falling short in so many ways but i can i knew i wasn't but i was feeling like i did so to answer the question directly no um so and the reason why i asked you that was it's the same way with our crafts poetry and photography you can't love it perfectly yeah but you can give it your best exactly yeah and sometimes you 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 feeling your best. You like, is this really is this really my best? <laughs> you, you you don't know because, oh man, yeah. that is a dope question. That is, do you think you can love your life per, wife perfectly? Ooh, I like that. You can't love her perfectly. You're never gonna feel like I'm a, you love. I'm gonna write something for your for your wedding, man. I'm gonna write something for you because <laughs> <laughs> you you just triggered something, man. <laughs> That's the and the point I would try to make is like. You you always feel like you come up short, mm. but she always feel like that you love her greatly. Right. So you know, perfection is unachievable. That's true. But you know, you can only love at your best, and like as long as you love something, you're gonna keep cultivating what you love, keep doing better, mm-hmm. investing, getting feedback. Okay, well, they like you know, we can't go out another extra day of the week. <laughs> right. Right. We're going to go out another extra day of the week, and hopefully that get me closer to loving you perfectly. 
<laughs> it's funny. It's like you're chasing perfection imperfectly. You know. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right, and, and, and you know the most high is the most wise. You right, know, right? That he gave to us to use. Like he know that as long as we chase perfection, our lives are gonna always get better. Mm-hmm. And what what we love. My wife told me when um, <clears throat> we were first, you know, talking, getting dating, and like that. She was like, "You are stuff I didn't know I needed." And for me, it's like I love the imperfections of her because her imperfections make me. Because I think I feel like if you don't appreciate the imperfections, then you can't appreciate all of it. If you only just see like the positives, then you're kind of blurring yourself to who the person really is. Because those imperfections may highlight those other things that make them who right. they are. Like that's right. These the certain my, my wife she she looks at these things a certain way. Like she's like, why don't you clean up as your as your as your, as your <laughs> clean up as you're working? I'm like, right. I, I don't care. I mean, I'm just I'm, I'm trying to get the job done. But at the same time, if she was not doing that, you yeah. know, there constantly there may be certain missteps that may happen that may th- make things harder. So she's making things easier by the way she views things. So which I appreciate. Right. Goes back to what we spoke of earlier in our conversation. We we are each other's missing piece. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. So if we were both, per- if you were two person people get together, would make it, it's impossible to be each other's missing piece, right? Because they're already complete. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> you know what's funny? People make. I don't. I don't believe in like the soulmate factor of it. Um, I just I just find out that when you find someone that you vibe with perfectly or vibe with very well. That to me that may not be the salt because that, that to me that's a I, I don't want to say it in the wrong way. <laughs> I, I feel like I don't feel like my wife is my soulmate, but I feel like she's my best friend. And to me, that's worth more than saying I found my soulmate because I have a lot of friends. I have some people, you know, guys, and you know who I call my best friends and everything like that. But to me, she became my best friend before she became the person I love. Wow, so, that's big. That's why I don't. I've never really viewed soulmate too, because to me, to me, you're putting too much. To me personally, you're putting too much emphasis on we belong together than actually saying, "I want to be with you." I want to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying, man. But you know, I agree with you, man. I I don't give too much emphasis to the the term soulmate. That's a man-made term, Mm -hmm. you know, because when you get married. There's only one soul because you become one. Mm-hmm. So, like, there is no mate when you're married. There's just one soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is it? Um, the, the man and woman come together and he, he leave his mother and father and become one yoke. <laughs> yeah. So, a mate, you know, when you say mates, you're talking about two people. Right. But when you're married, there's only one person there. Right. So, uh, you know, I don't really give too much emphasis to the soulmate thing, you know, not too much, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that thing, that can be a distraction. And when you say best friend, man, like that, that, like you said, that holds a whole lot more weight, man. Yeah. Because, you know, the best friend that you got, there's nothing above that. Yeah. <laughs> but God. You, 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 sh- you surely don't want to say, yeah, that's my blood, that's my family. Nah, man. <laughs> The best friend that you got, yeah, only, right? <laughs> in the flesh, the best fleshly friend that you got 
The only step above that is God, man. So mm-hmm. like, and he's the one who gave, he's the one presented the opportunity for you to have that best friend. Boom. That's right. <laughs> that's- <laughs> I really like what you said. Like, can you love your wife? Do you think you can love your wife perfectly? I, I, you just tri- you just started something. Yeah. <laughs> you just started something. Man. <laughs> hey, that's what happens, man. When you're dealing, that's creativity on creativity. You know, there's a, there's no bounds to any kind of conversation. <laughs> like, I gotta write that down so I don't forget. I doubt <laughs> I, I doubt I will, but you never know. You know, you fall asleep. Like, oh, man, what was that thing we were talking about? Uh, that might be the birth of uh, the birth of a poem. Oh, it, oh, oh, it is! It is. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm writing, I'm writing down right now. All right, there we go. Write that down. <laughs> how's um? How's like? I remember while well, how's the uh, education on the video biography been? Because I know you were you were educating yourself more on it. Well, that there's so for so. As we were talking about earlier, I started out younger and um, doing like arts, painting, pastels, sketching, drawings, you know, things like that. And then I began to express myself through photography. Uh And so like the next, you know, I picked up videography with the same concepts. That's another form of expressing myself. And I discovered when I started doing videography, Videography is nothing but a bunch of moving pictures. Mm. You know what I mean? True. So, um, you know, um, it's just like, you know, I look at photography as like a form of poetry. Just, you know, using a camera, making it in a picture form. Yeah. So it's all consistent. So if you love photography, it's kind of hard to say that you wouldn't love videography, even though I said it a couple of times in the past. So, like, you know, when I do videography and picked it up, man, uh, it's a learning curve because you have to do it in a different kind of way. Right, right. And, and um, so, like, <clears throat> I had to, like, like photography, I had to study, learn the, um, learn, it's similar lighting techniques. Except, you know, in videography, there's a whole lot of different ways that you can go as far as, like, uh, the way that you capture videos. Like, you can shoot cinematic or or you can just shoot without, you know, that cinematic look. But at the same time, when you shoot a video, all you're doing is, is just capturing and trying to convey what your client wants you to convey. Right. Now, you shoot it, video, like, you know, really, honestly, you can just take like the video on the wind, put it on a tripod, mm-hmm. and uh, and capture the brow walking down the aisle with the camera on the tripod, and then you know just turn it turn it around and, and capture the wind. And that's ninety five percent of the time that's sufficient for a client. Right. But you know I'm an extra. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Now, at the end of the day, when I do a video for a wedding, wedding, I'd be extra tired, man. Why? Because I don't favor the tripod. I like to use a gimbal. And I like to take my gimbal, put my camera on it, and I like to run up on people in the, in the, in the, that's sitting in the audience. Right. And capture, like, what they're doing like that. I get in the way. Sometimes I get in the way. <laughs> 
on video and I tell the other photographer that, hey, look, you know, you're going to have to have, we're going to have to communicate through hand gestures because I will get in your way for these moments. You know, it, you know, so if you love this the way I do, we're going to be fighting for moments. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll run up on the bride, run up on the groomsman with my camera up close and personal. Right. Because when I put this video together and give it to my client and they look at this video, they're not going to see. There's nothing against tripod. Nah, that's not what I'm saying. Right, right. It's just speaking from the way that I like to convey that, uh, the, you know, my class wedding. Right. I like for them to put their, play their wedding on their TV and see, like, zoom in all the way on these bridesmaids, groomsmen, on the rings, and people in the audience. I want to be up close and personal. Yeah. Because when I watch a movie, that's what I see. If you watch movies, you see up close and personal. Yeah. You know, so like, um, you know, like when it comes out of video and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I haven't shot a whole lot because I'm just starting out. I've been doing a lot, maybe a year or two, maybe. Right. Tops. Yeah. I start. I did some back in the days, but, you know, at the church, but like, you know, now that I'm doing it again, I got better equipment using better different technology yeah. and uh, I'm I'm not I'm not where I want to be but just like we spoke of earlier you know I probably never will be because I love it too much <laughs> so I've been doing photography for a while for about 10 years maybe 11 you can almost say 11 or 12 or I can't remember but it's been over a decade but I'm still it's only been a couple of years for video so like maybe 10 years from now I can be like where I am at the time here, I guess, but mm. but uh, I'm getting better and better and better and better. You at it? You ever um you ever take off work? But yeah, I I rather go do this photography than actually go to my my pay, bill paying job. <laughs> you ever do that? Um. Oh wait, wait, wait. wait let, let me just in case the your your job might talk. He listened to this. <laughs> uh, they know what I. They acknowledge what I do because, like, every chance I get where we're not working, that's what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. I'm doing that my job sometimes. But um, but um, I I thought about it, and I feel like this man. Um, uh, I give a you know I want the control of my life to go to God. Yeah, and if He decides that that's what favors me, then um, it's going to happen anyway. Yeah. It's just my main thing when it comes to that question, because I get it a lot, is to make sure that if that day comes, that I'm ready. Mm. But are we, are, we, <laughs> are, are we ever really ready, though? You know, it's like, I guess. Are, are we ready? Are we are ready? <laughs> um, well, I put it to you like this. Um, you... When it's something that you love a lot, I feel like this. You love it enough. If you're not ready, it won't take long before you get ready. True. Just like you have a kid. A lot of people, man, that have kids unexpectedly, hey, I just, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Are you ready then? Oh, no. It's, it's, it's funny when you don't have kids you talk the most junk you're like yeah I'm gonna do it this way I'm gonna do it that way yeah. <laughs> then people have a kid and then they say you know the lady says hey I'm pregnant you know at that point then most and not all of them but most 
most guys are not ready, mm-hmm. but it instantly you become a father. Right. So, you know, are there a lot of great fathers here? Yes. But most of them weren't ready. But most of them were successful at it and a great day. Were they perfect? No. no. But, you know, so I don't want to give being ready too, too much credit. Yeah. Like when the time comes, I'd rather look at it as, am I willing to rise to the moment? Mm. Yes, I am. So if that time gets here, yes, I'll be willing to rise to the moment. Will I be ready? I'm unsure. <laughs> <laughs> well, because there's so many variables to it, you know. Yeah. Like you, you can. There's so many people who plan their life out like line by line, and it's, yeah. it never pans out exactly. What they can tell you they can probably get a good uh, part of the way, and it looks like it's panned out like it should. But there's always something that just sends it through a curveball in there. Yeah. yeah, and you realize that as you get older. How much stuff doesn't go the way that you plan, right. but you know where 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 a lot of people mess up is uh, thinking that because it don't go the way that they plan, they allow themselves to get frustrated and you know just having third. But like that's the worst mistake that you can make. Yeah, I'm 42 now, so like I don't have time to be frustrated anymore. Right. I, I want to go ahead and enjoy myself. If it don't work. If anything doesn't work, it just don't work. But yeah. I don't have time, man. I don't get but a certain allotted amount of time here on Earth. And uh, I don't want it to be over being frustrated with some things not going my way. If you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? The things that are out of your control, you know? That's right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a human uh, human nature try to try to be in control of something even when you're out of out of control, it's like it just we just tried so hard, but then you just let you know, let the flow go and let God take it. You know, take the reins. You know, then <laughs> things turn yeah. out. T- things turn out differently. To where we well, we wouldn't we won't even expect. Like, oh, it turned out like this. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to say to yourself, "Who's in control of my life, me or God?" Mm. When I say when I when I wake up, I say, "Hey, God, take the wheel." And then if you get out of control, you get frustrated. No, nah, I mean, if it's out of your control, that means it's in his control. Yeah. So, like, even the desired result, it might be, most of the time, it's kind of turbulent. Mm. You know, so if it's rocky and rough, then, I mean, it's just rocky and rough. Either you believe or you don't at the end of the day. But, you know, what what you do have in your control is your happiness. Mm. And your, that's in your control. That was always, you know. that was always my biggest thing. Uh, I remember um, people always ask me, <clears throat> even my you know in previous relationships, they'd be, like, "What do you want? What is it that you want?" I said, "I want peace. I want, yeah. I, I just want a peace of mind. That's all I want. And whatever yeah. whatever is attached to it comes with it. But if it's creating that, then perfect. <laughs> you know, it's not detrimental to the health or anybody else. Then perfect, great. I just want peace. Yeah. I want peace. That's right." That's right. I feel yeah. like I got it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got it, man, then that's great, man. Like, man, with peace come optimizing your talents and everything, other areas of your life. You know, peace is awesome, man. Everybody doesn't have it, right? You know, and you can tell because those are the people you're probably not around a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah, I feel you, man. It's, oh yeah, it's funny how many people we. You, you know, if you you can probably, if you 
latch on to people who you call friends throughout the whole entire year, for the whole entire lifetime of yourself, and they lined up side by side, you'd be like, only a handful of them you actually talk to now. It's so amazing. We meet so many people throughout our lives, and then you come to that very moment right in the present time. You're like, oh, I know so-and-so. I know so-and-so. I know so-and-so. They pretty much look like a Facebook uh, friends list mm-hmm. or inst- uh, Instagram friends. Like, you know, all these people, but you only talk to a handful. You know, it's exactly that's, the same. That's right. That's right. Like, you know, the most important, I mean, like, those are the people who compliment, uh, compliment, like, the thing, your positioning, the current position in your life. Those are people that compliment that. Mm. Everybody's not going to compliment that, you know. And, like, you know, at, at the end of the day, your significant other and God are the, the priorities. And then, like, everything got to, that, that falls in line after that has to be consistent with maintaining that relationship and making sure that that prosper or whatever. But, you know, like everybody else had their own journey too. Yeah. You know, so like we just pieced in where we fit in. Mm. And like, it don't mean you love them any less. It's just that, you know, yeah, you have the world and universe and, and you got to make sure, you know, that that, that, that function properly. You know, and you got to keep the closest people to you that is going to maintain that peace because if you don't have, you know, if they compromise that, man, then the whole world goes to shambles, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cause it's not every single time because you don't talk to somebody, don't hang out with them anymore. It's because of negativity. It's just no life just doesn't line up like that right any anymore or like it used to. Or, hey, look, yeah. we had to go our separate ways for, you know, whatever reason. Hey, I moved to California. I, I, I'm so busy now I can't talk to you, you know, whatever there's various reasons yeah, I mean, how, yeah how many yeah. times you hung out with somebody you haven't seen in years and you acting like you just met you just talked yesterday <laughs> yeah yeah I mean yeah that's how it happens man but it happens like that for everybody in the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know and and, uh, and people who have like a lot of big things going on for them understand it's only people who kind of like at a more stagnant stage that's really concerned a lot about that or, you know, but like, you know, when that situation changes for them, then eventually they'll become more understanding that they can't connect to like thousands of people every day, yeah. you know, cause it's too much demanding, like your job, your craft and your wife and your spiritual side and all of that is demanding, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. It's a lot of energy. Uh, takes a lot of energy like you know so it just it, that's not that that would never work yeah right. <laughs> i mean just you after the wedding the, everything that you do and, and around that you know all those people you're drained you know not just from the word but also the you're giving all of yourself to the art the project to the, the to the moments you know you're yeah. you're draining yourself as well because you, you that's oh that's another thing when you love something too you really do give like a life force of yourself to it yeah and even yep. even though you feel relaxed and happy at the work, you still tired. Oh man, when I come home from a wedding, man, I have cramps so bad <laughs> that my they have to massage them out of me. Like one time, it was so bad that I was I almost felt like I was gonna have to go to the emergency room, man. Mm. I tired. Of, that's how cramp, like how physical it's physical, man. And you know, some people. It's it's actually like one of those things where it kind of required being in shape, mm. but you know that's how much of myself that I throw at it, you know, and um, 
Start doing yeah, squats. Huh? <laughs> Start doing squats. Especially squats. <laughs> For those flattering angles that you got to get down low. Yeah. Because when the comes down, that's my favorite angle. Every, all photographers don't do this. You know, I don't, I don't, you know, I respect everything that other photographers do. It's just when I can, when I say me, that's my favorite way of catching her is from shooting down up on her. Cause it makes her look bigger. Like makes her be the biggest flattering thing in the, in the scene of the shot. Right. It just, but it like, just emphasizes her. <laughs> right. That's, and that's my way of doing it. You know, like, cause the other photographers do it different ways and it's, you know, look way better than how I do it. It's just that that's the way that I like. But the cost of it, man, the soreness, you know, that's the cost. That's yeah. the price. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like we kept on saying, you know, if you love it, you, there is no, you'll give up so much for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. I mean, there's, there's something I do usually. I've been doing on the on episode on the on the podcast. I usually ask people like, if you can name this episode, what would you name? What would you title your episode right now? If I can name this episode here, yeah, like your episode, this episode right here. If you can title it, what what would you title it? Well, the, what so the, the premise I get from it is like, I want to know like the emotions or the, the feelings or the vibes you got. Like, how would you title your own episode? Um. I always catch people off guard with this one. <laughs> you, you did. You did. You did. You did. Uh, let me see. I name it Expression of Love Through Crown. Mm. Now, whether it makes sense or not, I don't know, but like, <laughs> that's the only thing I come up with. What I usually do is I'll take, I'll, take it, I'll take the vibe I get from what you say and I'll like, kind of like, Make it flow a little easier if it's like, if it's too Please. yeah. <laughs> Please, because because that you know I was caught totally flat. I, I, was, <laughs> I, lo- I love so. the reaction. <laughs> I always love the reaction. <laughs> I wish you would have gave me a heads up or something, man. I could have. Nah, nah, I got I got swing from the left. <laughs> and that left right there connected, man. <laughs> oh, speaking of, speaking of, this is random. This is really random. Did you see the McGregor's leg break? Um no, or just it. When did this happen? I think it was. A couple, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I just heard about it. Um, but I looked it up on YouTube. Um, it was. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. He was doing a fight, and I think he tweaked it when he went. He went. To, he switched his stance, and then he went back to southpaw, and oh, wow. and then he, and then he stepped back. You know, he went forward, and then he went to step back, and it just snapped, and he fell to the ground. I was like, ooh. Was it at the joint or in the middle of the leg? Uh, it was pretty low. It's, oh, it's close, to, close to the ankle. I think it was the ankles. Okay. It, 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 was, it wasn't like Anderson Silva's leg. It wasn't like we got checked. It was, this is the, you know, he just stepped back and. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. No, I didn't see that. Man. I don't even really want to see it. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> it was random what I thought about it. Cause I started thinking, like, you know, the preparation of leading up to whatever you're doing, you work so hard to do. And then that moment. You know, it just it's over. It's it, it's done. You know, whether and it's like I thought about briefly about the, um, poetry, where it's like you we prepare, we do this, this, and that. Before, but what if like you wake up and you can't talk? Your your voice is silent. Like you 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 can't speak. You have, you have a sore throat. Like oh man, now you can't perform that craft that day. And it's like ah, oh. 
I just I don't know why I thought about it real quick. I just thought about the preparation, the stuff we put into what are the things we love and care about and then what if you're not able to do at that moment that what you prepared for? Uh, what do you what do you do at that moment? I mean, I know it's, you you can't really do anything, but I mean, right. just just the emotions of like, uh, like it's it's, it's kind of mental. It mess with you mentally, I'm sure. Just like all oh, this. Well, I tell you this. I tell you this. If that ever happens to you, the answer to that question right there will make a great poem. <laughs> just go ahead and write it out. <laughs> because I know if you was to if you was to really be able to uh, create a, uh, a you know a, a mental you know a mental to be able to express how that feels I know you'll be able to do it as a poet man because a lot of people are curious of what how a poet would feel when that happens yeah. so like you know I love to hear a poem about hey I'm a poem that's getting ready to speak a poem and I can't talk like you want to know how it feels <laughs> it's like, you, better, you better learn sign language or something. <laughs> nah, I mean you just can't. But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thoughts that's going in your uh, going on in your mind—that's something that I would want to know. Yeah, I, I'm gonna think about it. It's just a random <laughs> thought. This is a random thought I had in my head. I don't know why I thought about when you said it connected. I thought about McGregor's leg. I thought about yeah, it's just weird. This it's funny how the mind works. And but how, that's a jig because that happens. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing that happens. Yeah. You know, that's our whole life. It's a compilation of good and bad things. But, you know, that's one of those things where you'll get your voice back again. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. But, yeah. Now, if you never get back again, like, that's a different story. But <laughs> <laughs> you have to figure it out from there. <laughs> yeah. You know, but creativity wouldn't stop there. I don't think, I think, like, if you could speak again and you're a poet, then you're right. Or you, you know, there's uh, other way avenues. Yeah, yeah. Person, you know, talent. There's there's a poet out there. His name is SP, um, the silent poet, and he he pretty much he doesn't perform. He writes the po- really really dope poetry, but he has other poets do it. Other poets perform yeah. perform it, and yeah. I remember I asked him like you know, you know, there's a reason for that, and he to put it in a nutshell without trying to really exactly say what he said it's pretty much he feels like they can do the poem better than he can he feels like they could probably they can they can bring the poem to life more so than he possibly could i was like that is interesting well you know you know what that makes me think of Hmm. in the bible you know moses studied Hmm. and he had a problem communicating with the people because he studied bang so he had aaron with him i think that was his brother yeah that's his brother yeah I, speak. I, I played him in a play when I was in elementary school. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! I, I was Aaron. <laughs> yeah, so he spoke for him. You know what I'm saying? That was his calling. Yeah, just to, to speak for Moses. So, like you know, that might have been his calling was to speak for other poor. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna go ahead and tell him what you said because <laughs> I'm gonna let him. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm probably gonna chop that out and send that sound bite to him because I. Th- Oh, we're still recording. Yeah, we've been recording for a hot minute, man. <laughs> oh, man, my bad, man. No, you're I, good. I, I thought you said cut the tape. Nah, 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 nah. I, I don't. Pretty much, you, when we're done, the music we playing. That's when we're done. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> nah, we're still. Yeah, we we in, we in here for we had, we already had an hour or some some change. You know, I'm about to. We're probably about to wrap it up now. 
Um, okay. I'm about to ask you to go ahead and do your plugs, but you know, just even when I plan to end something, it never when I get a thought in my head or we get to another conversation that sounds interesting or just like, oh, we can't just stop now. I'll just keep on going. There's no. T- oh. <laughs> I've done two hour podcasts just off of like vibes. Just, oh yeah, we gotta keep going. <laughs> but uh, is there is there any plugs any kind of like um you want to shout out your services to people they want to book you or you know get in contact with you anyway well uh if you want to contact me or book me you can uh reach me you can reach me on social media m holloway m holloway photography or visit my website m holloway photos.com and um and you can contact me from there reach me leave a message and i get back in contact so as possible and make some magic happen you know and trust believe he will make it happen when he you know steps on he sits behind that camera <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah it's time man like you know a lot of love starts when once i pull that camera out so you know just you know and another thing i did want to add is um you know a lot of a lot of my clients like to um continue to book me because of the relationships that we build. It's just more than like me just going out to shoot a wedding or doing a photo shoot, headshots, or et cetera. It's, it's, it's the experience. Like, you know, I, I like my clients to come out and enjoy themselves. I did a shoot a couple of weeks ago with a good friend of mine. He brings his whole family out, man, and they just had the best time ever just by doing a photo shoot. That was like a highlight for them. Yeah. And, you know, like he had his grandkids there, his wife was there, and, like, everybody was color-coordinating. And, like, it was just like, you know, it's like an, it was like an event. It's like, you know, the family going out to eat or the family going on a vacation or the family going to see a movie or they're going bowling. It's the same with, it, you know, booking a shoot. If you want to do something different, you want to go out, you know, what's something that we don't do a lot? You know, my clients can just get up, book M. Holloway Photography, man, color coordinate or however they want to do their shoot uh, and make it creative. And then, you know, they come out, we collaborate. And, uh, you know, it ain't like that I tell them what to do or, you know, I like to collaborate with my clients. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's their ideas, just not mine. So, like, you know, it's the experience for them that, 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 that makes them come back, you know, with you know the, the the good moments to come out of that that time because you know most of the time I just don't shoot still portraits if you go out on the shoot like sometimes I try to get a little candidates in there too right. if I see you cut up laughing or the kids like run and go try to play with a little goose or chase a goose I'm gonna get that shot <laughs> right right like like it has nothing to do with what you hired me for but I capture that moment yeah. for you kind of got extra get- extra bonus. That's right. That's right. You know, and you know, like I say, like as years pass, man, those photos gain value. Right. It, you know what it's, I mean? It's true. Not like a car, you know, a car depreciates. Right. <laughs> Gold is <laughs> you know, like photos gain value every day you wake up. Mm. Yep. Mm. Definitely, man. Definitely. Man, I love I love your craft. I love everything you do. You doing stuff for me and you know poetry itself you know one reason why i wanted you on because you being one a fan of the art but also two you're part of the movement as well like you have captured so many uh poetic show poetic shows that have you know been out there um that 
you're, you're you're part of like I said you're part of, you're part of this now <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'm cool with that, man, because like you know, I get a big reward out of it too, man. I'm actually getting to uh, you know capture y'all, man. And I go back a lot, man, and uh, look at look over some of the portion. Matter of fact, man, as soon as I get a chance, the only reason that I haven't really went back, you know, I have I have to kind of reach out to you to get permission, man, but. I love, man, to start posting a few clips, man, of some of the past work that I shot for you. Right, go ahead. Officially now, go ahead. You can. <laughs> Just go ahead and tag me in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I definitely tag you in it. You know, and, and, you know, after I get a chance to slow down and actually, you know, do that, that's that's what that's on my priority list for, you know, in the next week or two. So I need to do the same thing. I got so many videos of not just me. Other oh, people. yeah. I need to go ahead and. That's a fine time, oh, yeah. fine time to do it, though. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. So you know, if you don't have time, hopefully I'll be able to throw a few things out there. You know, a couple of short clips and stuff. That'd be dope. Put it out, That'd be let people know and um, and make sure that you let me keep me updated too on the upcoming events too. Oh man, you already know. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> You're the first yeah. person I think about whenever events about to happen. Yeah, because like sometimes, man, um, because of my work schedule, like I might not be able to go there or from book. Right. But, yeah. You know, I want to make sure that my platform be able to go and experience that too. Right. True. So that I, you know they can say, "Hey, man, I went check out Alan, man, the oh man, and, and his peers, man, and they really because a lot of people, I think a lot of people are not aware, you know, of the level of talent you guys got, man." And, uh, you know, it's just not reaching everybody. But I think, man, like, if we start, once it starts to get to more and more people, man, like, you know. It's, it's, everyone who goes to an event, they always say, I didn't know this was a, a thing, but I love it. I want more. And that's a great feeling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, one of these times I'm going to be able to come sit in the audience and not be clocked in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you the flyer to that next show. That's um, is there another? Is there one? I gotta double check. I don't want to say anything on the air, and I, I make a mistake. Yeah. Let me. Let me. I'm gonna keep it to myself, and then I'll I'll let you know officially about something. All right. Cool. All right. But man, I, again, I appreciate you come, doing this podcast. You know, we chopping up and everything, and you know. Oh yeah, I, man. This is awesome, man. I appreciate it, man. You inviting me on, man. It's cool. kind of like man, because you know I would expect like for it to be mostly poets, but for you to um. Reach out to me as a photographer and videographer, man. Uh, that's great, man. I really appreciate that, man. Yeah, I'll bring poets. I'll bring if you got a story. To me, people's story is poet is poetry in itself, you know. And, and, and uh huh. So your story or your things you have to say, man. You dropping some 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 gems, some dimes today before we even got on the podcast. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hold on, it's like I I cannot waste this. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, people. It's funny how we can be poetic without actually being a poet. You know, like for one thing, you know, from things you said, the knowledge and, and emotion you convey to not also too your photography is poetry. To me, it's gorgeous, beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I appreciate it. So when when is this uh, episode going to air? Uh, well, I gotta figure that. Out. I gotta figure out when I edit this. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna figure out where I'm gonna hit this thing. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and close it out, and I'm gonna go ahead and think about it. <laughs> okay. All right, I forgot. 
<laughs> no, you you good, man. <laughs> well, everybody, you know, thank you for listening and tuning into the podcast. Listen to uh, Marshall Holloway. If you want to go ahead and book him, please do. Um, and don't remember, everybody, don't forget that vibes do not lie.